You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 81. Today, we're talking about overcoming your business fears. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're brand new, hello, it's nice to meet you. My name is Shanae and I'm your host. I'm a spiritual mindset and success coach and my obsession is helping you on your journey to your highest self. I and especially um, helpful in helping those of you who really struggle with perfectionism and self-doubt and really drive a lot of your life from your masculine energy. And you are here to heal all those limiting beliefs, activate your feminine energy so that you can truly reach your highest potential in life and business. So if you've been listening to the last couple podcast episodes, we've been really leaning into purpose, how to find and step into your purpose, mindset shifts you need to turn your purpose into a business. And today we're going to be tackling common fears that I see in my clients and how we can overcome them. So um, if you've also been listening, you know that this content that I've been creating for you guys is in preparation for a group program. But, you know, going back to what we talked about last week as um, a mindset shift of your intuition is more important than any strategy you're ever going to find. I have been embodying what I teach and what I preach. And I listened to my intuition and I got the loud, clear signal to push this launch day out a bit. I, um, funny enough, just like a new program um, was created between my friend and I. And so we've been putting a lot of work into getting that ready. We're going to do a challenge. So excited. I'll um, share more details um, next month because that's when it's launching and just stuff happened. Right. And so I really had to look within myself and be like, okay, like I, you know, what, what do I need to let go of to create space for what I truly want? And what I truly want is to operate my business from a place of feminine flow, from a place that feels good, because to me, success feels like being able to wake up without an alarm. It feels like slow mornings and having coffee. Success isn't about hustling and making myself meet some arbitrary schedule and being on some sort of timeline. So with all that being said, I am going to push the program day out for this when I get back from my master practitioner training in Georgia. So I get back in May, early May. So um, we'll be launching the program then. So in the meantime, um, if you need support, if you've been like looking forward to this, get on the wait list because I am going to be offering a special pre-sale price to those of you who are on the wait list. So get on the wait list now. Okay. So Let's go ahead and dive in to today's content. And um, I'm actually going to language check myself because a lot of times when we talk about fears, we always talk about overcoming them, like, you know, like getting over your fears. Like, how do I get over my fear of X, Y, Z? And instead, I want to invite you to instead change that language of overcoming your business fears to instead moving through your business fears. So what are the fears? And I'm going to give you a whole list of common fears that I've seen, but you know, when you find a fear, when you acknowledge a fear, um, 
step one, acknowledging it. And then step two, how can we move through it? I think that we, when we have the mindset of, oh, I really want to overcome this, you think that overcoming it is going to be like, you don't feel that fear at all anymore. You think that it's completely going to be pushed away, which is what then creates that negative cycle or that negative feedback loop of, well, the fear never actually leaves. So you never take action, right? It's like, well, like I still have that fear and must not be ready yet. That's not true. So um, let's start to change our mindset and our language around this. Instead of overcoming our fear, how can we move through them? How can we feel the fear and still take action anyways? Which is, by the way, part of the highest self manifesto. So you can scroll on back to that episode. I did it um, around the same time last year, I think. This, this time last year about the highest self manifesto. And one of the points in that is she feels the fear and moves forward anyway. So first I want to go over some common fears that you may or may not be aware of that are impacting your success in your ability to take action and stepping into your purpose. I'm just going to do like, um, I'm going to list them all out and then we'll go into each one specifically on how to move through them. So the first one, actually, I'm just going to do them one at a time. (laughs) The first one is the fear of not being enough. Other ways that you can say this is feeling fundamentally flawed, um, the fear of not being enough to show up for what you want to do. And this is probably the most common one. It's like, well, am I good enough to do this? What are other people going to think about me? Um, I've never done this before. What if I'm not as good as I want to be? And um, the limiting belief that resides underneath this fear is that feeling of being fundamentally flawed. And I also call this the worthiness wound. So moving through the fear of not being enough to show up for what I want to do is a couple layers deep. And it's going to really be dependent on how this fear shows up for you, what emotions it triggers in your body. For some people, it's going to trigger shame. For some people, it's going to trigger anger. For some people, it's going to trigger... um, another unwanted emotion. So taking a moment to, if this fear resonates with you, thinking about what emotion does this feeling trigger? And then asking ourselves, what is the trauma associated with that? So for example, if it's the fear of not being enough to show up for want to do, say that emotion triggers like unworthiness within me. And it's like, well, like, I just don't think I'm good enough. Like I really want to do it, but I really just don't think I'm good enough. And the feeling is unworthiness. What is the trauma associated with that? What happened in your life? What experiences did you go through that told you that you were unworthy? What experiences did you go through where you attached meaning to? And as a result, you decided that you are not worthy. You see, moving through our fears is not about overcoming and pushing them and completely eliminating them. It is about being able to look at our past and process these experiences into our system so that we can take the learning lessons and move forward through them. A lot of times what happens is that these experiences happened and we um, attach a negative emotion to it because 
we as humans, that's what we do. We attach meaning to experiences and things that happen to us. And so we've attached a negative experience to this, a negative emotion to this experience, which then we hold on to that negative feeling, right? We hold on to that negative feeling because that is what protects us because we have trauma associated with that. I'm, I'm, I hope this is landing. So when, for all of these fears, really, when we acknowledge, okay, what is a trauma associated with this emotion that's being triggered? When we can acknowledge what the learning lesson is, one, if you can just acknowledge that you went through some trauma, if you could, if you could acknowledge that, like that's huge. A lot of people, um, that's really hard for some people. A lot of people don't want to open that box. Um, I get a lot of people who don't want to join Evolve because they're like, I don't think I'm ready yet to face the shadow. I don't think I'm ready yet to like go down that route. I don't think I'm strong enough. And I get it. And I'm not here to push anyone. I'm not here to force healing upon anyone at all. Like I totally get it. But acknowledge that that's where you're at. Because without acknowledgement, you cannot change. What we do not acknowledge or become aware of, we cannot shift. So if you do want to move through this fear, if you really are ready to turn your purpose into business and be the fullest expression of yourself, then it's time to acknowledge some of these fears. It's time to acknowledge these experiences that you've put up in a box and head up in the attic hoping that they would never resurface again. But here you are 20 years later trying to launch a business and you're like, why do I feel so unworthy? So tying it all back together, when you can uncover what trauma is associated with that, the next step from there is asking ourselves like, okay, well, what can I learn from this? Like, what is the learning lesson from this experience that I can take and move forward and le- letting these learning lessons guide me, letting these learning lessons protect me and releasing that negative emotion associated with it. This is hard for some people and this is not hard for other people to, to put yourself in the victor mentality of, okay, well, how did this happen for me? What are the learning lessons? Um, and the most important thing is when we get these learning lessons to make them positive and future oriented and about yourself. So going back to my, um, my true example of worthiness, cause that is, that is something that I've worked through a lot of, um, as I've, um, put myself out there on social media, as I've decided to build a business, um, the trauma with, uh, that I associated with worthiness was feeling like I don't matter, feeling like I don't matter. And then what is the learning lessons that I took from that? Well, one was that I do matter. I do matter and I am loved and I am wanted. And um, uh, this exercise that I've, I sort of walked you through a little bit is like 10% of um, a NLP technique that I take my clients through to help them release negative emotion, but it's so powerful. And even if you don't do the whole thing, just what I'm walking you through now of being able to identify what is the negative emotion that I experience when I think about this fear? And then what is the trauma associated with that fear or that emotion? And then what are the learning lessons that I can take away from this so that these learning lessons can protect me and I can release this fear? And not release is the wrong word, but it's more so like, how can I move through this fear? So knowing that I had the learning lessons of I am enough, I do matter. 
I look at that fear of not being enough and I'm able to advocate for myself, right? Because a lot of this also is inner child wounds. I'm able to look at myself and be like, you know what? You do matter. You are good enough. You are meant to do this. And I'm always going to feel that fear. I don't want to tell you that you're never going to feel this fear again. You absolutely will. But that fear has a different hold on you. Like, let me rephrase that. You will always feel fear, but that fear does not have a hold on you any longer. You're able to feel it and move through it anyways, because you know that the fear is just trying to protect you. Okay, next common fear is the fear of failing. Um, another way to put it is the fear of not seeing through what I aspire to do. Ooh, this one was, was big for me. Um, I remember, oh, if you, if you've been listening to the show for a while, do you guys remember that episode where I talked about the two words that were like killing your growth, which was, I know, um, um, in that episode, I talked more about like my story of doing all the research to like want to launch this business. And I did all the research and all the learning and I never took action. Um, and I never took action because I had such a fear that I wouldn't follow through. For this fear, I want you to ask yourself, when did you decide that? When did you decide that you weren't going to follow through? When did you decide that you were going to fail? Because a lot of times the fear of um, not seeing things through is a story that you adopted from someone else. Maybe someone made you feel shame for um, quitting a hobby or a sport too early. Maybe you didn't finish school. And so because of that, you've created a story that you're someone who doesn't see things through. So if you do have a limiting belief like that in your past, it's like, well, when did I just, when did I decide that? When did I decide that I was someone who doesn't follow through on things? And is that true? I also want to offer a perspective shift of maybe it's not failing that you fear, but maybe it's actually the fear of success. That if you do become successful, that if you do do this, how are you going to keep up? A lot of us think that success is a burden and that with more success, there is going to be more of a burden for us to carry and to hold. And so that's what we're actually afraid of. All right, next one. Fear of not being able to afford investments. Ooh, again, such a good one, which by the way, this is more like money mindset. And I have an incredible friend who I'm going to um, bring on as a guest. And this is a real fear, y'all. If we go back to uh, Basla's hierarchy of needs, the very bottom base is, is our physical safety, right? Food, safety, and water. And so if you are not able to afford the investments that you have put into your business, that triggers that primal um, need. Like we need to feel safe. We need to feel like we can be able to afford things. And so I have... Um, a little bit of a different view. I mean, I have two perspectives on this. I mean, one, it's you invest with the intent of making a return on your investment. And not all investments are going to go like that. I've definitely made some investments where I was like, well, <laughs> 
I didn't get the monetary return that I wanted, um, but I learned something of this experience. My other perspective of this is please don't put coaching on a credit card. I know that there are other coaches who say that's fine and like, you know, you're investing in yourself and um, I feel I feel strongly against that. So I'm just going to tell you my opinion is to not put your coaching on a credit card. Um, that's my opinion based on my own fears and, and experiences and learning lessons, right? Um, uh, I have done payment plans with coaches. I offer payment plans with my clients. And I think that if you're working with a coach who has your transformation and service as as their heart, like they're here to be of service, they're going to work with you. Um, if you need to extend your payment plans out or if you need to put a pause on your coaching, um, I think when you are in alignment with the coach that you choose and there's communication and there's honesty and there's transparency involved, then I don't think that's actually a viable fear because that person should want to work with you. Again, I want to highlight this is my opinion based on my own experiences um, that I've done for my clients who've extended payment plans out for people who've hit um, a financial burden that they didn't expect to hit. And so this is a very real fear, like I said, because it plays on Maslow's hierarchy of needs as a very base need. Um, and so like my advice on moving through this fear is having discernment for what you can and cannot afford. Um, if it looks like it's just a, it's an extended payment plan and you can definitely meet those monthly payments, then that fear should be squashed on its own. Um, but if you are the type of person who, you know, like, you know, you have the level of awareness, you know, you're just buying another course or you're just buying another program and you're not going to do anything with it have the discernment on if this choice is in alignment for you and, or not. So I know this fear is like very real. No one wants to feel like they have to like back down on what they, what they pay for, what they choose. Um, and um, coaching is an investment. Like it's, it's not cheap. And if it's cheap, then, you know, that person probably isn't like the best um, person for you, but then choosing coaches based on like where you're at, in your entrepreneurial journey. Like when I first started, I had um, coaches that I could just can't not really afford. And then as my business grew, the amount that I invest in my business was also able to grow as well. But this is also um, like a whole nother topic of having financial literacy and knowing your expenses, knowing your income, being able to project your finances on like how much money you're going to make that year so that you make aligned and um, like smart business decisions. And so this is where I see a lot of um, coaches and entrepreneurs don't have financial literacy. They they don't have a good relationship with their money. Like they're not tracking their expenses, they're not tracking their income. They don't know how much money they're making. And I know this because this used to be me. <laughs> I didn't know how much money I made. I didn't want to know how much money I made. I was like, I it was so uncomfortable to charge people. Like it was like a whole thing. And so if this is a fear that you have, I, I definitely encourage you to um, work on your relationship with money and start with looking at your bank account every 
single day and having gratitude for the money that's in there. Um, my coach one time explained it as like, how can you have a good relationship with your, your boyfriend, husband, partner? If you never look at them, you don't want to talk about them and you feel ashamed of them. Like your relationship with money is the same exact thing. How are you going to have a good relationship with your money if you never want to look at your bank account? If you never show gratitude for the money that comes in, right? It's not going to work. So to wrap all this one up, this one was like more of like my opinion and and my experiences. So I just really want to be cognizant of that. So take what feels good, leave the rest. Um, But if you invest in a program um, with a coach who is really here to be of service, they are going to work with you on payments. That's one. And then um, having that discernment, like don't just like throw 10K at something and not think about how you're going to afford it, right? Like really put intention behind your financial decision-making processes uh, because that's going to be extremely necessary for when you do have a full-time business to be able to know like your financial protections and everything like that that I said. Okay. I feel like I went off on a tangent on that one, but I hope that makes sense. Um, Next fear. We have two more. The fear that it doesn't make sense to others. Ooh. (laughs) I think I do the ooh for every single one. Um, Here's the thing. Your vision isn't going to make sense to anyone else, and it doesn't need to because God, source, the creator, universe, Gaia, whatever you call it, spirit, put that vision in you. So of course they're not going to get it. Of course it's not going to make sense. It's not their vision. It's not for them to make sense of. So this is where self-trust and self-belief come in and self-worth come in so strongly because you need to be so committed to your vision that it doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense to others. It doesn't matter. And so moving through this fear is a process of checking in with yourself, checking in and and checking on you and being like, how are you feeling? Like, I acknowledge that you're feeling fear. I acknowledge that um, you are worried about what other people think. It's okay. And showing up for yourself in that sense. So um, I've done a lot of podcast episodes on increasing your self-worth and your self-esteem self esteem and your confidence. So go and check those out. There's journal prompts. There's activities that I have you do. Um, there's this one um, where you do a jar. And in your, in your jar, every single time you um, um, keep a promise to yourself or like you get like a compliment from your um, employee colleagues or, you know, something, whatever you fill up this jar or every single time you like do something that you said you were going to do, you fill up this jar so that you can see the visual representation of like you showing up for yourself or like nice comments in a little jar, whatever you need to do to help your, um, help activate and amplify your self-esteem. Um, but I have lots of little tips and all the other episodes for that. So my biggest thing with this one, you guys, is that it's not supposed to make sense. (laughs) It's not meant to, and it's not supposed to. Um, My husband, who is like the most supportive person of my business in this whole entire world, did not see my vision and it didn't make sense to him. He was like, you've been competing for five years. You're incredible at it. You're an incredible coach. Like 
all your clients when they're pro cards. What do you mean you're going to let go of your competition rep clients? What do you mean you're not going to do fitness and nutrition coaching anymore? Are you sure that's the right choice? And he wasn't saying that because he didn't believe in me. He was saying that because he wanted to protect me, right? Because it didn't make sense to him. And I joke now, I'm like, well, it's so funny because I'm an even better life coach. (laughs) So for this one, just understand and know that it's not meant to make sense to others because it's a vision and a calling and a purpose that was put on your heart and your heart specifically. It's not going to make sense. The people that love you the most, it's not going to make sense to them. And that's okay. This is where a coach is great because <laughs> a coach is non-biased and will hold your vision for you at the forefront and just like be your hype woman. Okay, last but not least, fear of not knowing what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. Oof, we could do a whole podcast on this one. So I'm going to try and keep this one like relatively bite-sized. How can we move through this? How can we acknowledge this? One, I see this as imposter syndrome, right? Not knowing what to do or how to do or when to do it. Um, A lot of that is the imposter syndrome. The not feeling good enough is also a lot of imposter syndrome. Um, But as I was looking at this one, what makes sense for this is is really the fear of being seen um, when you boil, boil it all the way down, right? So The not knowing what to do and how to do it, when to do it is, um, I see that come up a lot when it comes to creating content. Well, I don't know how to create content or I don't know what content to create or what does my person need to hear or see or everyone else is doing it. Um, I, you know, how good is my voice or is my voice needed here? How to do it? When to do it? When do I post? (laughs) Like all of these like tiny little nitty gritty questions that honestly, like these are really I mean, there's no such thing as a dumb question, but these are small questions. These are questions that are keeping you small. If you want a better life, you got to ask better questions. Does it matter what time of day you post? <laughs> it doesn't matter if you post one time a week or 10 times a week. It does not matter. It really doesn't. I just want to lay that out there very, very, very clearly. And there's going to be social media people that tell you you need to post all the time. And then there's going to be other people that tell you to only post when you feel aligned or when you feel inspired. And what I'm going to tell you is that you need to look within and heal this limiting belief of that you can't do it, don't know how to do it, and you need other people to tell you how to do it so that you can get into alignment with what your highest self is trying to do. Like how, how would my highest self approach this? And what do you want to do? Do you want to post every day? Does it excite you to create content like that? Does it excite you to create reels? Does it excite you to sit down and write long captions once a week? You need to get in touch with your intuition and your inner wisdom and start to, um, Acknowledge that these fears are there because they're really just trying to keep you small. So the fear of being seen is, um, it's like, well, I, you you get inundated with these small questions. Well, I don't know how to do it because it's easier to focus on that than it is to focus on the fear of being seen, right? It's so much easier to dwell on, well, I don't know what content to create rather than acknowledge the real question of why do I have a fear of being seen, And the answer to that real question is because you're not even seeing yourself. 
If you have a fear of being seen, it's because you are not even taking the time to acknowledge or see yourself. And I see that rampant in the personal in personal development industry. Um, yeah, that one's that one's a huge one. So some other tools that you can use to overcome your fear. Um, one very cool tool that you can use for any of these fears. And um, I know I've just mishmashed a bunch of tools for you, but one really cool tool that I just recently added to my toolbox back in January and that has um, actually like catapulted my business forward this year is hypnotherapy, clinical hypnotherapy. So I thought hypnotherapy was just like, like hypnotism. I thought of like the stage shows of like people like barking like a chicken and like doing all these crazy weird things. I did not know how powerful hypnotherapy was for personal development. No idea. So I actually became certified as a clinic clinical hypnotherapist back in January and um, had it done to me and have been facilitating for my clients. And what hypnotherapy does is when you are put into a trance, what happens is that when you're in a trance, you're able to bypass your critical conscious mind and then implant positive suggestions into your subconscious mind. So your, your conscious mind like doesn't get in the way of questioning or judging or analyzing. And instead, your subconscious mind just absorbs everything. It's so freaking cool. So if you do have a fear of not being enough or fear of failing, fear of success, any of those type of things, scheduling a hypnotherapy session with someone, um, I'm not offering them as one-offs, but um, I have a couple colleagues that are, and so I can get you in touch with them to be able to implant these positive suggestions that are going to help you move through your fear so much more easier. So for example, I used to have this like fear of Facebook ads. <laughs> I was like, oh, just like the process of doing them, the thought of doing them, the financial investment that goes into them. So when I did my training back in January, I had her implant the positive suggestion that I'm killer with ads. I love doing Facebook ads and I'm exceptional at it. And funny enough, now it's March and I am about to dive into doing Facebook ads for the first time, not for the first time, for the second time in my business. The first time it was like very little and I didn't know what I was doing. But this time with intention, this time with the intent of um, being able to find more of my people, like really targeting the people who I'm here to help and to impact, um, that it wouldn't have been done, like not able to do organically. So hypnotherapy is amazing for being able to move through your fears. And then the second tool, um, which you guys all know about, which is accountability and community. We are not meant through go, go through life alone. Like if you are having such a hard time moving through your fear and doing the things that you say you're going to do, find a group of people who can keep you accountable. Find community where you can discuss these type of things. Um, I get it. I know how scary and hard it is to put your face on Instagram stories, to look at the camera and talk to it. I get it. I was so scared for the longest time. I get how nerve-wracking it can be to press publish on a vulnerable post. I get how nerve-wracking it is to press post on a press publish when you haven't posted in a year. I get it. You're not alone. You are not alone in feeling these fears and feeling this anxiety and not feeling sure of yourself. So find a community where you can be vulnerable and share and also 
be inspired by others by seeing them share. Shameless plug, Evolve is perfect for this. <laughs> we have a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs in there. Um, and that is where you can gain accountability and community as you move through these fears because these fears are not going to go away. They will pop up over and over and over again. You just get stronger. You develop more awareness and you add more tools to your toolbox to be able to shift through them faster. I hope this episode was helpful. I um, feel like I just word vomited all over you guys. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot. Um, but as always, take what feels good, leave the rest. And if you have any questions, if you have any insights, come and send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to just have a discussion with you. If there is any fear that you want me to dive deeper into, let me know. I think the last one, the fear of being seen is definitely like need to be its own full episode. I like didn't even go into it because I was like, oh, I'm just going to go off on a tangent and talk for another half an hour. Um, and yeah, I'd love to hear from you. So if turning your purpose into a business is something that you would like support with, get on the pre-sale waitlist for Create Your Purpose, which is going to be an eight-week group coaching program for aspiring coaches and entrepreneurs to turn their purpose into a business. And when I say business, we want it to be thriving, we want it to be sustainable, and we want to be leading it through our feminine energy, right? Feminine leadership, not hustling, not killing ourselves and um, really doing this from a place of deep embodiment. So deep embodiment of your mission, doing it with integrity and doing it with consciousness. So that's what I'm about. I'm going to end it here. Thank you guys so much. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and your week. And I'll see you guys on the gram. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. 